this is uh, interesting and not surprising. Because as soon as I heard that um, Tim Hortons was going to be bought up by the same company that owns Burger King, and this company is called Restaurant Brands International, based out of Brazil, I thought, boy, that's, you know, there were a lot of people that were upset about that. And I could, I understand that because it's a Canadian brand now being taken out of the hands of Canadians. I mean, directly, it's still in the hands of the franchisee. You know, it's really, if you are lucky enough to have a Tim Hortons franchise, it's a license to print money. I mean, just cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And you meet people, you know, on camp day and things like that, where they ask you to come out and serve some coffee uh, in a local Tim Hortons. If you're on the radio, sometimes they'll ask you to do that. And the people look at you and they have no idea who you are because they only know you from the radio. Uh, So it doesn't really hold up like a television personality, you know, pouring your coffee. Um, But when they ask you to do that, you meet a lot of great people that own um, Tim Tim Hortons franchises. And they're driving pretty nice cars. Like they're doing okay and they're happy. And I have to say, you know, the employees seem pretty happy too because these are family businesses. Well, that was before. This is now. Tim Hortons franchisees pushing back against changes implemented by the chain's new owners that are designed to cut costs but will lower the quality of the products. This is a report that was in Tuesday's Globe and Mail newspaper. The CBC started running with it about an hour ago and... um, You know, we caught on to it here at 640 and decided to talk about this a bit. It's a group of franchisees. They've they've called themselves the Great White North Franchisee Association. Little nod to Bob and Doug McKenzie. Jackie, do you know the uh, the callback, the response to that call and response? No, I'm sorry. Such a millennial. I knew that. I know. I know. know. I know Bob and Doug McKenzie. I understand the reference. All right. Well, here's the here's the response is. Well, you go down. I'll keep that in mind. All right. Anyhow, take off, eh? Um, this is a, a group of uh, rest- franchisees who are worried about the quality now in Tim Hortons. They wrote a letter. It was obtained by the Globe and Mail, dated March the 10th. And the group is setting out a series of complaints about how the company is being managed under the direction of 3G Capital. It's a Brazilian private equity fund. It's now controlling shareholder in the RBI. That is the uh, Restaurant Brands International. And in this letter, according to the Globe and Mail, um, the letter alleges that Tim Horton's brand is being destroyed along with economic health because the moves to slash head office staff Uh, push new costs into franchisees and take shortcuts to save money are hurting the quality. They're saying that uh, the group is is concerned about using cheaper, lower quality products and equipment. And they're saying, you know, the coffee pots are subpar. They're thinner glass. They break. The hot holding trays crack under heat. That's not good. And the ice cap frozen coffee drinks with thin walls, basically when you put those lids on, that they crush them. And then there was problems with the halt. Not the holiday mugs! What do you mean the snowflakes aren't all uh, six-sided? Everybody knows that's a snowflake. So, you know, they're having problems. And it's really, are you shocked by this? Probably not. Um, but I'm wondering if you're noticing this. I noticed that they've relaunched the dark coffee, right? The dark roast. They're relaunching oh, it. Oh, I just got a bunch of coupons in the mail from Yeah, about a that. dollar off. Yeah, I've, I've seen been those. using them. You've been using those. Yeah. Are you finding the dark roast just darker to, to serve you better? Honestly, and I'm not going to lie. I, I don't really taste the difference. Yeah. And, you know, I was finding I le- I'm not a big Tim Hortons coffee fan, but it is, you know, it's an incredible brand because it's one of the only brands that you think of beyond maple syrup, which isn't a brand. It's a product that actually has now aligned itself with the Canadian identity. I mean, we don't have a Canadian identity except for dunk dong Tim Hortons. And, you know, you might shudder at that. 
You might, but the reality is there are people that will do anything for their double-double. And they look at Tim Hortons as a beacon, as something that's truly Canadian. And now they're worried about their Tim Hortons. Many former managers are being replaced with young MBA grads, they're saying. That happens all over the place. Uh, but they're, this this franchisee group, the um, it's called the Great White North Franchisee Association. Coo, 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 coo. Nice. Did I close? Okay. I yeah. Wasn't confident. I was enough. hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. Take off, eh? Okay. Um, it is. Uh, it's formed by uh, executive. Sorry, it's been formed by uh, a group of figures, including co-founder Ron Joyce of Tim Hortons and Don Schroeder. Uh, these are franchisees who have asked to meet with the executives of the Oakville, Ontario-based RBI in the next. Two weeks. They want to resolve the contentious issues. So they want to have a sit down. They're not talking to press right now. And that's why I don't have anybody to talk to me about this with. Because uh, we did. We reached out to Tim Hortons, to the uh, Great White North uh, Franchisee Association, asked for somebody to come on the show. And they said, you know what, we're going to we're going to wait. But they have sent out a letter. Here's an email statement from Mr. Diaz, who uh, Mr. Diaz, I believe, is the president of uh, of Tim Hortons right now. And he said, for more than 50 years, the Tim Hortons brand has been built by thousands of dedicated franchisee owners. They are the foundation of our system. We've always and will always continue to seek their counsel and work in close uh, collaboration with them to deliver a great guest experience every day across our restaurants in Canada. Since the creation of RBI, franchise sales and profitability have grown each year. So they're saying, hey, it's all good. Uh, but um, according to franchisee owners, not so much. Basically, they feel that this advisory board, which a lot of them have stepped down uh, from last week, they say it's become a simple tool for the franchisor to communicate pre-formulated decisions rather than provide a forum for dialogue that matters uh, about matters that affect our business. And they're, they're upset. Scott from Toronto, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. So have you noticed any quality problems at Tim Hortons lately? Yeah, it's terrible. How so? <laughs> you know what? In particular, the thing that comes to mind is the bagels with cream cheese. The cream cheese is disgusting now. How so? Uh, is it the consistency? Is it the yeah, taste? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's like it's like a, a butter when you take it out of the fridge and it's hard. Yeah. You just slap a slab of it on. And it's uh, the, even the bagels are not good. Like, I don't think they bake anything anymore at the at the stores. It's all shipped in. Uh, yeah, I'll just they've spread themselves so thin with mm. so many items that they can't. Instead of trying to do a couple things really well, like donuts and bagels and coffee, they've mm. tried to have a million menu items and they're all crap. Yeah, I was wondering how things were going to go with those potato wedges. Yeah, I have no idea. I wouldn't even touch those with a ten foot pole. Yeah, but I hear what you're saying. Now that you bring that up. I'm thinking about the bagel experience that I've had at a Tim Hortons lately, and it has gone downhill. First of all, the double toast. You say double toast it, and they can't even get the double toast right. I'm like, how how hard is it to toast a bagel, people? I realize I'm going to have to wait, and we're, you know. Even when they toast it, it's like it's raw. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. You just It's like warmed up bread with a little bit of browning on the top. Yeah, exactly. It's the uh, all right. I appreciate the call, Scott. Hey, Sandy, you noticed a, a decline as far as uh, quality goes with the, regards to Tim Hortons, whether it be products or the cups? Yeah, it's, it's, it's an overall decline. It's, it's um, if you will, customer service. I, I had a, uh, an incident at a, uh, um, a Tim Hortons uh, on the 400, 
and um, the staff in the restaurant uh, really couldn't have cared less that that what I had pointed out uh, was in fact correct and that uh, it needed to be rectified. They had a, a person who was handling cheese slices, uh, a large volume of cheese slices, uh, and they weren't wearing rubber or plastic gloves. Ooh. And that, I mean, and the irony is, of course, that if they go to make you a sandwich with that using that cheese, the person making the sandwich will um, will will handle all the food ingredients with the gloves, and uh, and yet uh, an hour before that, the uh, the other party was uh, just handling the stuff with their bare hands. Yes. The other issue, I I I, I listen with interest to your little. Um, personal comment about you and your husband arguing about whether or not you're going to get your lid put on on the seam. Yeah. Back to food handling for a second. They handle all of the consumables, all of the edible products with gloves. Mm -hmm. You buy a coffee there, you're going to touch that lid with your lips. I have never once ever seen a Tim Horton staff person wearing a protective uh, glove on their hand when they put the lid on my coffee. Yeah, that's a good point, and I've thought about that before because it happens at McDonald's, too. It happens at a lot of places where the coffee... It happens everywhere. It happens at Starbucks. They let you put your own lid on, except if you're going through a drive-thru, and I like that, and truth be told, I always... uh, I do like the loaf of bread trick with the Starbucks lids. I go in five lids deep, but that means my hand's on the four lids that you guys are about to get. Sorry about that. That's right, but I don't understand why they they are are ultra-careful with the sandwich or the bagel that they're not getting a, doing a good job of toasting, and yet they handle the cash, they, they clean the counter, they pour you a coffee, and then they just grab the, the lid and they pack it down with their bare hand. You're saying this is new, though? Like, this is no, something you're no, noticing now? No, that, that's it's forever. The point of it is not new. Right. But, but the quality of the over-the-counter experience is sliding and it's sliding in the wrong direction down a steep hill. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Sandy. It looks like the franchisees are not the only ones saying, wait a minute, we've got a problem here, quality control at Tim Hortons, and they want to meet with the big bosses. New owners, they're saying they would push for change, and they don't like it. They want to sit down meeting within the next couple of weeks. This story is going to get bigger and bigger, because let's face it, it's really a brand associated with Canadiana. What a win. And it could be a huge loss if, they don't, if they're not careful with it.